Welcome everybody back to the number one sports podcast on the entire planet. I'm your host, Drake Tharp, and not just the number one sports podcast on the planet, the number one entertainment brand on the planet, as I am sectoring out into other than sports. Um, if you have seen, I dropped a vlog yesterday, Tuesday. Um, it's weird saying that because I'm filming this on the same day that I dropped it. I'm filming this on Tuesday, but um, you guys get the idea. Anywho, uh, kind of a slow day in the sports world, but uh, we have some good topics to talk about. Um, yeah, we're going to go through a few things. All-Star Weekend, um, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to talk about a few few different things within different leagues, NBA, NFL. So let's jump right into the show, everybody. Um you know, to start off, we're going to talk about LeBron James. And not just LeBron James, we're going to talk about his son. Bronny James Jr., LeBron James Jr., known as Bronny. Um, big kind of social media star on his own. He, he does a lot of video game streams. Um, his father's LeBron James. He's very popular for a few reasons. Um, Le- LeBron may have locked him in as... A lottery pick, and if I go as far as to say the number one pick in the 2024 draft, if LeBron James keeps producing, well, why would you say that, Drake? Because LeBron, LeBron James has said, wherever my son is, I'm going to play with him a year, and that'll be my last year. Kind of crazy. Um, you know, I, I immediately thought to myself, well, this has to be some sense, some form of tampering. Um, I looked up the tampering definition. It is the practice of attempting to persuade a person, keyword here, under contract to move without the knowledge or permission of the other contracting party. Now, this could be, um, it's not tampering in the slightest because Bronny, before uh, the draft, is not under some sense of contract with any NBA team. So, LeBron, you know, kind of bending the lines here with the rule. Um, I immediately thought it was tampering, but... I got a good definition here from our friend Google, and it's not tampering, but um, yeah, you know, we haven't seen a father-son duo in the NBA, so it would be another first for LeBron. Uh, um, So based on draft picks, as it looks right now, Oklahoma City has a plethora of first-round picks in the upcoming years. Um, You know, if we see that that lineup here with, you know, if they keep their guys, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddey, uh, LeBron James Jr., depend, depending on how he pans out, um, and a 40-year-old LeBron. That would be your team. So Oklahoma City has a plethora of first-round picks, whether Bronny is the number one pick or you know somewhere in the lottery. Oklahoma City has a lot of those. Now, here's the crazy part. LeBron James Jr., Bronny, in quotations, is ranked 30th in rivals in their uh, class of 2023 college basketball players he's a four-star recruit he's ranked 30th out of you know the 100 that they show on their website uh he may jump completely better talent in the 2024 draft for a run at a championship for a team for one year for lebron james and his son a two-for-one package in the draft it is the most unique thing i maybe have ever seen upcoming in a draft um it is two years from now it'll be here before we know it and it'll be probably the mo- most uniquely analyzed drafts of all time uh, based on you know how LeBron is producing, how his son might do in college, depending on where he goes. If he goes to college, if he goes to the G League, uh, how LeBron's body is aged at age 40, it looks like it'll be. Um, yeah, this is, this is nuts. Uh, so LeBron, 
basically said don't close when they were in the all-star uh, all-star game at Cleveland they he said don't close the door on Cleveland wherever my wherever my son is that's where I'm playing and so basically giving you know Cleveland um kind of the the cloud dream of drafting Bronny James Jr. Um, so yeah, kind of crazy stuff. LeBron James basically saying when he's going to retire after his first year with his son. If they bring in a championship, who knows? If LeBron James Jr. even makes it to the, I mean, in the first round. It's all based on talent, but it's a two-for-one package for one year, basically. Very interesting stuff. Uh, like I said, Bronny is ranked 30th on rivals probably the best recruiting website there is uh based on rankings um so there's 29 better prospects based on their calculations um it's going to be a very unique draft 2024 be on the lookout and uh yeah Bronny, he's the class of 2023 that's when he graduates high school so i'll have one year after that to play college ball g league ball whatever he's going to do and then he'll be in the 2024 nba draft two for one package Bronny and Bronny senior yeah, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Anywho, we saw the NBA All-Star Weekend take, take place. Kind of some unique things happen. Carl Anthony Towns won the three-point contest. Steph Curry, All-Star Game MVP. Um, it was a decent All-Star Game. Uh, but the one thing that got a lot of backlash on Twitter and, you know, got a lot of, uh, got a lot of notice was the pitiful dunk contest. What needs to change about it? It was not a good dunk contest. I watched it live. Um, all these better athletes who um, are supposed to be putting on a show because, you know, humans are evolving, their verticals are evolving. We should be, um, these shows should be a lot better each and every year. But here's one thing. First of all, with dunks, players are running out of ideas. For an NBA player and not like a professional dunker who bases their, you know, entire talent on dunking, if you're an NBA player, you're dunking, I think is probably... The last thing you're focused on. It's an end of practice routine, maybe for some players, but dunking should not be, is not, and isn't for any player a, you know, um, a specialty. There's professional dunkers out there, um, but NBA players do not focus on that. It's an end of practice routine. What needs to change about the dunk contest? Like I was saying, professional dunkers. Stephen A. Smith said it on first take. Professional dunkers are becoming a phenomenon on Instagram. Uh, as years gone by, the relevancy of dunkers in the dunk contest has gone down. We are see we started off with Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins in the dunk contest, and now we're getting straight up bench warmers in the dunk contest. So, what would hurt about bringing irre- irrelevant professional dunkers and when irrelevant NBA players to a casual already in the dunk contest? I don't think it would change much. I think they they base their entire, you know, platform around dunking and their image around dunking. So it would put on a better show for the audience as, you know, this year didn't have too many bench warmers. I mean, we saw Jalen Green, who's a promising rookie, Cole Anthony, who's also a promising young talent in there. And then you had the uh, Juan, I forget his last name, from the Warriors, and Obi Toppin, who's not irrelevant, but Obi Toppin won the dunk contest, um, but it was very underwhelming. So, yeah, it started out with MJ. Now we have bench warmers in the dunk contest. I mean, in years past, uh, not too much this year, but in years past, we've seen very irrelevant players in the dunk contest for a casual fan. I'm not saying I don't know who these players are or you might not know who these players are, but to the celebrities and the people going to the All-Star game or maybe just 
the All-Star Game is one of the most watched, televised events in the sports world every year. So to a casual, um, if you're going to have these players that people might have not heard of in the dunk contest, why not have professional dunkers who base their brand around dunking and can put on quite possibly a better show? Nothing, nothing disful about the NBA players. I'm just saying they might not be as good as dunkers as people who base their whole platform around it might be. That's just my opinion. Um, otherwise, a very unique three-point contest with Carl Anthony Towns winning it. It was a good all-star game, good selections. I don't think anybody got screwed out of it. Um, yeah, but the dunk contest definitely needs a change, especially with the main event of night two of All-Star Weekend. Anywho, that is my All-Star Weekend take. Everything is good except the dunk contest. Good three-point contest, good All-Star game. It was the same. Um, but, yeah, that dunk contest. I, I it seems just to get worse and worse every year, except 2015 with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. That is my greatest dunk contest of all time. Those guys are were insane athletes, um, and it seems like just since then it's gone completely downhill. Anywho, junking, jumping from the hard court of the NBA to the gridiron, Aaron Rodgers releases kind of a cryptic Instagram post. Um, Not cryptic, not like a secret message per se it could be a secret message we'll see in the upcoming days but Aaron Rodgers basically gave a heartfelt thank you to a lot of people he went on the Pat McAfee show um today and a lot of people were expecting where he was going to say where he was going to end up uh what team he was going to next um he didn't uh give anything he apparently hasn't made up his mind he didn't give any news on where he was going there was no news so this had me thinking is Aaron Rodgers preparing for maybe something bigger, maybe a bigger announcement, such as, ding, 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 retirement? Now, why would you retire after winning two MVPs in a row? That's the same question I have as you. I don't know why. Um, he's. I think in his mind, it's quite possible he could be thinking, I've done as much as I could with probably the best offensive system in the league as I can. Uh, there's no point of me moving. If I can't win in Green Bay, why would I want to win somewhere else? That's my mind and Aaron's mind. That's what I would be thinking. Um, that Actually, no, I wouldn't personally be thinking that because I'm a competitor. I like winning. But uh, anywho, yeah, so he releases this Instagram post. And I'm not going to read the entire thing, but it was basically a summary of a lot of thank yous and past tense verbs. He was thanking his... His old squad, David Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, a few friends, uh, his ex-fiance, who he put a ring on her finger, but couldn't complete the job just like he has in the last 12 years in the NFL. Um, besides the point, that is not the point. But uh, So that had people thinking he was saying goodbye to Green Bay. There was a lot of past tense bird. We, we made a lot of memories in Green Bay, not we make. Like, it's not present tense. So he's doing a lot of past tense verbiage, if you know what I mean. Um a lot of some people said it was a goodbye to the NFL. It was about a four paragraph Instagram post. Now, besides, um, you know, philosophy, motivational speakers on Instagram, you don't really see a lot of those, uh, especially from athletes and people who have a big brand, maybe spiritual Instagram. I don't know, kind of the whole realm there. But, you know, you don't see that a lot, especially from athletes. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of um, a different deal. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers' cryptic Instagram post. He, If you want to go look at it, it's on his Instagram. It's a four-paragraph of a lot of thank yous and condolences. Um, 
Yeah, he said on the Pat McAfee show that it was after a 12-day cleanse of social media. So believe him, believe him not. Um, I don't think we're done seeing Aaron Rodgers in the NFL, but I do think it's a goodbye to Green Bay. That is my personal opinion. I think he's off to the West Coast somewhere. Um, and I know Aaron, I, I don't know Aaron Rodgers, um, but I would think that he's a competitor and that he's not done yet. After, especially after winning two MVPs, and he wants to prove that he's not just a regular season quarterback per se. Anywho, yeah, Aaron Rodgers cryptic Instagram post. Go look at it if you'd like. Tell me what you think in the comments down below. Um, and for the finale of the show, Russell Wilson is on quite possibly on the move. We've heard a little chitter chatter around the league, around analysts saying, um, you know, Russell Wilson could quite possibly be on the move from the Seahawks maybe to another team um yeah here are my top three trade destinations for Russell Wilson um yeah I got three teams on here um maybe not the most likely but I think that these teams would definitely fit him the best first I have the Broncos this is all um in theory if Rodgers does not work out for them I think Aaron Rodgers is favored Sorry, uh, to go to Denver, but if this if Rodgers doesn't work out for them, Russell Wilson has to be next on their list. They're in need of a quarterback overall, over any position. Um, they have their offense kind of panned out. They have a great receiving core, uh, great running back, promising defense. Um, with that promising defense, they have a plethora of picks and young talent to trade. Uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson has also stated in the past that he'd like to play till 40. So um, he's got good longevity ahead of him. Um, quarterbacks really don't need to be mobile or have the best body. Just keep that arm and they'll be good. Um, but he is a mobile guy. So if he'd like to play to 40, he'd be a great guy to bring in the Denver. Um, they tried to bring in Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't work out too well. Um, Drew Locke hasn't worked out. Um, it just seems like they're missing one piece and that's quarterback. Um, yeah. So if Rodgers doesn't work out, I see the Broncos being a top contender for Russell Wilson. They have good trade packages they could put together. And Wilson would be a great fit, I think. Um, number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you know, Brady Brady's obviously retired. Big news. Um, and they need a replacement for the receivers. Lost on an island without their goat. Um, Tom Brady, there's been speculation that he's going to come out of retirement. There, I, I will promise all of you right now, there's no chance in hell Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Um, he's nearly 45. He wants to be with his family. He has two his young kids who are growing up. Uh, he hasn't spent any time with Giselle. Uh, he'd like to spend time with his family, and he's done getting hit. Um, he had his fun kind of scaring Bruce Arians by running the ball a little bit. It was funny. It was it was cool. Um, he lost. He took his ball and went home as the GOAT. Um, but I don't think Brady's coming out of retirement. So Russell Wilson. Uh, save these receivers lost on the island. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. These guys are lost. Uh, you got the Brady squad. They're just sitting there. Um, Gronk most likely going to retire as well. Uh, but Wilson's a lot more mobile than Tom Brady. There's a lot of guys more mobile than Tom Brady. But um, I see a lot of out-of-pocket play that could be made from Russell Wilson that Brady couldn't bring. Um, it could open up the the Bucks to make a lot more... Uh, more play action type plays, rollouts. Um, these receivers can move a lot better. Um, Tom Brady probably had an average of you know good four to five seconds in the pocket um, if if it was a busted play. I think Wilson's ability gives 
the Bucks the ability to use that and um, maybe make a better play with a better athlete. Um, Yeah, so I think really any quarterback that's um, on the trade block or in free agency is a good quarterback. Uh, could work out for the Bucks most definitely. Um, they have a great offense pander on them that Brady brought in, and now everyone's lost. Um, we'll see what happens in free agency. I know got Chris Godwin's a free agent coming up, bigger big time receiver. So we'll see if he stays or if the Bucks can make a move to keep their stellar offense that they have. Um, yeah, I think Wilson's mobility is what the Bucks would definitely thrive for. Um, they're number two on my list. Um, number three, the Giants. Now, these these guys are not as promising as the Broncos or Buccaneers, but um, Giants need help everywhere, and especially in the locker room. They have a lot of young players, a, a solid young defense. They have great skill players who are um, on the rise. They're young. Saquon Berkeley, Kadarius Toney, Darius Slayton. Um, but someone like Russell Wilson would revive the morale and could complement Barkley and keep him healthy with more pass plays with a younger receiving core that they have. Um, yeah, they have Kenny Galladay, Slayton, uh, Saquon. They have a very young offense, um, and they have a plethora of picks in the first round. They have two first-round picks, I believe, so they could use one of those. Maybe to bring in Russell Wilson, who says he wants to play for another 10 years. Um, yeah, I, I really think he would help out the Giants. It might not be an immediate impact, like a playoff run. Uh, but in the long run, if you need someone who's long longevity-wise, uh, Russell Wilson would be a great play here for the Giants for and someone to build around for locker room morale. I think he would make the biggest impact on this team uh, locker room-wise, leadership-wise, out of any of the teams, or like the Broncos or Bucks per se. Um, they have their veterans on their team, but the Giants need help basically everywhere. Um, they have a new coach, um, new system coming in, so... What better way to build around Russell Wilson and have an elite running back like Saquon Barkley? Um, yeah, so I see the Broncos, Bucks, and Giants as top contenders for a Russell Wilson trade, quite possibly. Um, I was hearing the Eagles on Colin Cowherd today. I think they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts. If I were the Eagles, I would stick with Jalen Hurts. Um, I really think his ceiling can be quite high. Um, yeah, so it all depends on pretty much everything. Anywho, that was the finale of this show. I know this was probably my shortest show ever, but I'm not going to blab on about nonsense to make it a 20-minute mark. Um, I'd rather have a good, quality, decent show in short time and save you guys some time. So, uh, yeah, we're about to reach maybe the 20-minute mark here. Anywho, thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you guys maybe for another uh, vlog, maybe another Drake's Corner. Who knows? Um, if you go, if you haven't seen my merch reveal video, go watch that. It's on my channel. It's the last video I uploaded before this one. So I'm kind of, I kind of just reveal my, uh, shirt prototype that, um, is going to be in for sale here soon. Um, yeah, that's also in the works website in the works. Like I'm saying, um, this is going to be a great year for Drake's corner and I'll see you guys next time. I see you anywho. See ya.